With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome back, mi gente. We've covered so much in the past two episodes, and it's only been like, what? four years out of Bad Bunny's life? That's insanity. Yeah, if you remember, he went from grocery bagger to the biggest artist on the planet, faster than Leo DiCaprio can find a new underage girlfriend. Oh my God, start. <laughs> that success, however, didn't come easy. It took a lot of hard work. And as we've told you, there have been a lot of challenges along the way. Because with his success came a level of fame and attention that would overwhelm most people. And let's be honest, Bad Bunny was no different. There was a spotlight on his life now, and soon it just became too much. So the unthinkable happened. Bad Bunny was no mas. He announced his retirement. Wait, what? That's it. I'm leaving. No, no, no. I'm no, done. No, no. Joseph, it's okay. We'll get through it. Okay. Because we all know that fate had a different plan for Bibi's futuro. It was bigger than anyone could imagine. I am talking Met Gala. Yes, even Anna Wintour cannot escape El Conejo Malo. A sold-out stadium tour and a night we will never forget at the 2022 VMAs. But before any of that could happen, COVID cut all of our plans short and the world went into lockdown. I'm your host, Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And this is Becoming an Icon. A weekly podcast where we give you the rundown on how today's most famous Latinx stars have shaped pop culture. And giving the world some extra sabor. Sit back and get comfortable. Because we are going in. The only way we know how. With buenas vibras. Algunas risas. Some chisme. And a lot of opinions as we relive their greatest achievements on our journey to find out what makes them so iconic. Yo hago lo que me da la gana fue un éxito. Um, that's an understatement. That is explores, Joseph. Yo Hago became the highest charting all Spanish album ever on the Billboard 200 chart. Well, until he released his third album, El Ultimo Tour del Mundo. But let's slow down because we are getting ahead of ourselves. Bad Bunny had just delivered a banger of an album and then shared that his next album would be his last one. Wait, what? Come again? 
The fans had questions. What was he thinking? And the only place we could go to get answers was Twitter. There were all of these crazy theories. Um, yeah, like the WWE? Excuse me? No, no, no. I remember people thought, well, he said nine months in the song. <gasps> Is he having a baby? Hell no. But here's the thing. We were all thinking this. If this, in fact, was going to be his very last tour. Hold up, hold up, honey. You know I'm going to every tour stop I can afford and hoard all the merch I can get this hands-on in size extra smorge. <laughs> exactly. But we knew that the Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana tour would be incredible. Unfortunately, we would have to wait to see it because in March 2020, the world came to a standstill. Over 100 countries instituted either a full or partial lockdown. The entire world went on pause. Only one month after Bad Bunny released the album. Yo Hago was meant to get peeps into the streets berriando, in the garage, parties, or in the club. Instead, everyone was putting on masks and stockpiling hand sanitizer. Oh, and toilet paper. And let's be honest, the pandemic was bad for everyone. But imagine if you're a global icon who just dropped a critically acclaimed album, and now you're just passing time by dancing at home with... Uh, hold up. With who? Who is my papi chulis shacking up with behind my back? Patience, Joseph. I will get to all of that. In April, Bad Bunny went back to his SoundCloud roots and released En Casita with a very special backup singer, su novia, Gabriela Berlingeri. While Bad Bunny was becoming a worldwide sensation, there was one thing he happily kept very, very private, his relationship with Berlingeri. Now, here's what we know. They first met while out to dinner with his family in Puerto Rico, and then they started talking and... They just hit it off. It was simple. Ugh, may not get cute. It's so basic, but so romantic. I kind of love it. Charles. And one thing led to another. And a year later, Gabby was in the studio with her man, her man, Joseph, <sighs> <laughs> recording references for JLo's vocals on Te Guste. Talk about supporting your mans. What's insane to me is that they met in 2017 and they're still together. We found out about this years later. I can't believe they were able to keep their relationship quiet and on the DL for so long. Even the diehard Bad Bunny fans had no freaking clue. Once we started seeing videos of them dancing, arm wrestling, playing Jenga, making out on the set of Yo Perreo Sola. While Benito was in full drag. Yeah, it was at that moment we knew they were the real deal. He had a lot of things going on. He also graced the first digital cover of Playboy, and he was the only other man to ever grace the cover other than Hugh Hefner himself. And his song, Pero Ya No, appeared in an ad for Joe Biden's 2020 campaign. He even gave a concert via YouTube on top of a flatbed truck as it drove through Manhattan. Hold on, hold on. But he delivered us one last album. Even though 2020 was so rough, in the end, Bad Bunny gave the world a gift. His album, El Ultimo Tour del Mundo. For our non-Spanish-speaking listeners, it means the last tour of the world. Bibi wrote and recorded the entire album during quarantine, and it was a sharp departure from Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana. 
Yeah, it feels like it was a softer reggaeton, like reggaeton light, like reggaeton. You should trademark that. <laughs> Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana was designed to be turned all the way effing up. Musica you could shake your ass to. But El Ultimo Tour del Mundo was meant to be enjoyed at home. You know, this was music to chill with, with your girlfriend, with your mans, with your boo. And if you think about the album, it was almost like he was imagining what his last concert tour would look like. And what was really standout for me was all of the different genres that we heard from Bad Bunny. It felt I was hearing a little rock and roll. Was I hearing a little new wave? Maybe some indie music? I actually was wondering if he was just kind of switching over, you know, because this was so different. Yeah, that question is one that everyone was asking, right? We were saying, okay, he's stepping outside of reggaeton into reggaetini, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Okay, but hold on. What was your favorite song? Um, okay, so I feel like I have two. Um, so one of them I loved because it was the song that converted my mom to a Bad Bunny fan. Mm -hmm. And that was Bekiri. It was on repeat at my house, at my mama's house. I mean, she finally came around to the Bad Bunny universe. And what made me realize that this song would have that power, not just over my mom, but over all people, mm -hmm. is that I would literally see gringos <laughs> shazamming the shit out of that song. What song is this? So It is, it is just so good. It reminds me of, you know, just being out and being around people. And it's just a really, really, really great memory. It like, is, and I loved the pace of that song. But as a Rosalia fan. La Rosalia. I also have to say their collaboration, La Noche de Noche. Oh, it was so good. Fuego. Fuego. And it was something that the fans wanted. So I felt they both listened to their fans and delivered. And just like everything that Bad Bunny touches, it turned to gold. The album dominated the charts, becoming the most streamed album in Latin America. People were calling Bad Bunny the world's biggest pop star. So naturally, he started exploring other creative avenues. He was like, y'all think you know me? Let me show you who I really am. And that led to a musical guest performance on SNL. He got cast opposite, I don't know, the biggest celebrity on the planet, Brad Pitt in a movie. Plus, he didn't stop with that acting role. He also scored a supporting role in Narcos Mexico. Hold on, hold on, primis. You're forgetting something super major. No. Um. Yeah, he what? started wrestling. How could we forget WrestleMania, tight clothes and sweaty men? But all these extracurricular activities also meant that Benito didn't have as much time for his music. Like Ross and Rachel, they were on a break. He needed it for his own mental health. But something in me feels like he also needed to miss what he loves the most. You know that saying, if you love something, set it free. If it comes back, no, if it doesn't come back, it was never yours. It's on a t-shirt somewhere, <laughs> whatever. What I'm saying is that I feel like Benito needed to miss the thing that really centers him, the thing that drives and fuels his passion. And that's the connection that music provides between him and his fans. After taking a break from it all, Bad Bunny was ready to come back with a whole new sound and reignite reggaeton yet again. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor... Stay from is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcast. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. As Bad Bunny loves to say, le gusta correr con la vibra. He just goes with the flow and post El Ultimo Tour del Mundo. The vibe was all about the fashion. <laughs> no, no. It was about the fashion. Hanging. <laughs> From the get-go, we know that he has always been a rule breaker. I mean, he is a total individual. He defined trends with his style, challenging gender norms and machismo along the way. So it's only fitting that he would be invited to the biggest and most exclusive fashion event, the Met Gala. Liliana, not everyone knows and is obsessed with the Met Gala as we are. So watch the spiel. Okay, well, listeners, you're in the right place because the Met Gala takes place once a year, I mean, on a normal non-COVID schedule, on the first Monday in May. And what it really is, is a big fundraiser, right? It benefits the Metropolitan Museum of Art Costume Institute in New York City, but it's called the Met Gala. And it's invite only, and only one person gets to invite you. My homegirl, Anna, Anna Wintour. Wait. She's your homegirl? I mean, no, but I do contribute to Vogue. You can't really get a ticket. You must be invited by Anna herself to buy tables for hundreds and thousands of dollars. Yes, I mean, literally everybody wants to be there. It has been hosted by the biggest names in music, in film, in fashion, in society. I mean, this is la creme de la creme. Not even a list. This is a plus plus list. It is the list. So naturally, given his ascent to the top of the fashion and music world, Anna had no choice but to invite Bad Bunny. 
Well, I mean, she was lucky he even made it, to be honest. I mean, Home Dude was busy making the greatest album of the summer, summer, summer time. I like that. Your voice was so smooth on that. Mm-hmm. I do love that song. Benito knew the power of walking the famous steps at the Met Gala. So naturally, he RSVP'd, hell yes. What I love is that every year they have a theme. The theme was the Gilded Age, and Benito made sure to represent Puerto Rico as he always does. The really cool thing is he was paired with designer Ricardo Tichy for Burberry. Yes, which I thought was an interesting pairing because here's how it worked. So Anna drafts up her guest list, right? These are all the celebrities she wants to invite. But then she pairs them up with their fashion quote-unquote date. And that designer is responsible for dressing that celebrity for the red carpet. So I found it interesting that Anna, for some reason, thought that Ricardo and Burberry would be the perfect match for Benito. And it turns out she was right. That fit, Mama, was everything. Yes, the research that went into it, the artistry, it was all a win. I mean, he wore a dress. Yeah, but you know what was the coolest part about the dress? Is that it was actually two pieces that zipped together to create a dress. And I believe his stylist, Storm Pablo, mentioned that they had done a lot of skirts in the past, but this was the very first time Bad Bunny had actually worn a dress, especially at an event this big and this major. Oh, it was incredible. I'm dead. And honestly, like, He is someone who can deliver this look. He He might be one of the only people that could deliver this look. He was the only person who delivered the look. There, I said it. (laughs) No, it's true. I mean, most of these men on the red carpet just show up in a tux. And Bad Bunny was like, "Uh, excuse me, I'm not basic. I'm not showing up in a white tie tux. I'm going to show up in a dress. And he was authentic and he was unapologetically Puerto Riqueño. And that is the best part of who he is. He's just somebody that always shows up and gives us something to talk about. His attendance at the Met Gala wasn't just about hobnobbing with Fashion's Elite and, you know, taking some snaps for the gram. No, no, no. Bad Bunny is much smarter than that. He saw this as a huge promotional opportunity. Un Venado Sinti, Bibi's fourth studio album, was released on May 6, 2022, just four days after the Met Gala. Bad Bunny was everywhere post-Met, and it paid off. That album debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 and hasn't left the top since. Okay, this album is going to go down in the record books. I mean, simply... It is the longest running number one album in over five years since Drake back in 2016. It is also the first all Spanish language album to hit number one on the Billboard 200. For me, you're saying all these amazing things. I'm just kind of like, it's the album of the summer. (laughs) It totally is. But why do you feel that way? Because it had everything from like mambo and techno and reggae and cumbia and Caribbean. It was, he paid an ode to the Caribbean culture. Yeah, and when he talks about the album, he says that this album encapsulates a feeling, right? And that feeling is of his summers as a little boy in Puerto Rico. And if you've ever been to Puerto Rico, there really is something about the air, about the water, about the people, about the feeling. And Bad Bunny was able to bring all of that into an album. I mean, it really is and has been the go-to album this last summer. 100%. Okay, but wait, what is your favorite song on the album? 
Okay, so I might get some feedback on this, but I'm going to go for it. I say this was the La Playa, and I'll tell you why. It starts off classically Bad Bunny, right? But then all of a sudden, he hits you on a live mic over a Dominican band, Dajian El Apachao. And then you have this mambo merengue fusion and Bad Bunny is just going for it. It's raw. It was a total surprise. So the album was what? A success. Which of course means that he had to go on the road. But y'all, this was not going to be just any tour. He hasn't performed in over two years. It needed to be big. And I mean over the top. Benito was booking the biggest stadiums all over the world, and they were selling out so fast. But you know, Joseph, what I keep thinking when I see all of the videos of him performing that fans are posting from his concerts... That you want to attend my wedding where Benito and I walk down the Isle of Roses on a playa in Puerto Rico? Wait, what? And then I cut the cake, and then I shove the first slice into his open mouth, and then he rubs icing all over it. Joseph, stop! Oh, sorry, Lil. <laughs> he looks happy. He just looks like he's having the best time ever on stage, surrounded by all the good vibras that his fans are bringing. It's really true. And I think it says a lot about mental health now and how outspoken he has been about it. Yeah, you know, we've talked about how he continues to fight against gender norms with his fashion choices. But I think Bad Bunny's also combating the stigma that often exists in Latinx culture around mental health and getting help for yourself. And the way he does it is by just being vulnerable and giving visibility to his own struggles. He really doesn't shy away from acknowledging how important taking a break can be, even for someone like him. The truth of Bad Bunny as an artist is that he's always prioritized his well-being over fame and success. Honestly, he's just making art that he can be proud of. Yeah, and that kind of authenticity is inspiring. And he makes music with a message. In a recent interview with Vogue, Bad Bunny said this, Honestly, I'm grateful for the awards and the recognition, but nothing I do is with the intention of breaking records, getting nominations, or being number one. Again, I'm extremely grateful. I don't want it to come off as if I'm not. I'm just doing what I'm most passionate about, creating music. And he's even making music with his girl, Berlinghetti. Okay, can you stop bringing her up? (laughs) What? Are you not inviting her to your fantasy wedding? Oh, trust me. All of the exes are definitely going to come witness my victory. Anyways, in the track El Apagón, Berlinghetti sings, Let Them Leave. This is my beach. This is my land. The song is basically a melodic middle finger to the privatization of Puerto Rico's beaches and their electrical grid and the resulting displacement of communities on the island. Benito told the New York Times, this is a song from the heart. I didn't want to get a famous artist. I wanted someone to sing it out of love because it's a sincere message, a message about how deeply he loves his island. So when Un Verano Sin Ti dropped, there was no doubt where he would be kicking off the tour. We really have come full circle, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And while we all know the lead up to the concert was total chaos. Please refer to episode one. And the best part about this PR tour is that you could buy a ticket for as little as 50 
15 bucks. <sighs> Honestly, I love El Conejo Malo. <laughs> Bad Bunny gave San Juan a sneak peek of what was to come on his stadium tour. And every single night was packed full of guests. Arbenito is always looking out for others. The top moment of the night had to be when he brought on Villano Antillano, the first prominent trans Latin rap artist. The crowd went fuera de control. But Benito wasn't going to stop there. He also invited queer musician Young Nico and alt perreo artist Reynal during the subsequent nights. Bad Bunny does not shy away from using his massive platform to bring more visibility to trans and queer artists. And he highlights political issues in Puerto Rico. On stage, he said, the country belongs to us and we are the ones in control. I believe in this generation. I want to live here with you forever. That was a very direct message to developers and mainland investors who are trying to buy out all of Puerto Rico and even claiming Puerto Rico's beaches as private property. I mean, the beaches belong to Puerto Ricans. Not you, Goldman Sachs. Get to step in. And all that drama is on the album, too. If you want to listen to the tracks with some rum and party, party, party on a playa, you can do that. But if you really listen to the B-side of this album, Bad Bunny also asks you to pay attention to what's really happening on the island. There's actually one song in particular I'd definitely like to pour out a little rum to when we come back. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Okay, really? Why can't Titi mind her own business? 
Because she's a tía and it's their job to be nosy AF. <laughs> Honestly, Titi me preguntó, is a banger. No, you are so right on this one. I mean, this is the perfect Bad Bunny song because you can dance to it or as Joseph likes to say, you can. Perrear, twerk, <laughs> back that ass up. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. And he talks about doing this and, you know, the song celebrates being with multiple women, cheating, not settling down. And if you listen to it on the surface, it mocks more traditional relationships and expectations. But then Bad Bunny turns the whole song upside down at the end and says that, wait, I actually do want to be in a committed relationship. I want stability. I want monogamy. Listen, the song is complicated, like all Bad Bunny songs are, because even though it sounds like he wants a party, party, party in the streets with dozens of women, at the end, it goes back to mental health and to also criticizing the machismo that exists and is so pervasive in Latino culture, right? It's this double standard that's set on young boys and girls. It's deep. He really addresses so many different things just constantly, but it's, it's the same issues he keeps going through. And I think it's so cool because it's all written so differently. The machismo, the cheating, the mental health, the political issues. It's really beautifully told stories. It Even is. in Titi Me Pregunto. Yes. And visually, if you guys watch the video, I mean, this video is a love song to the Dominican Republic, right? And as a Puerto Rican who has a lot of Dominican friends, I can tell you we're a little competitive with each other, right? We're both small islands, fiercely proud of our music, our food, our people, our sound. But I love that Bad Bunny is such a proud Boricua. But in this video, he's being proud of Puerto Rico, but also really sharing his love for Dominican culture. I mean, they shot the video in the Bronx, on the streets. I was like, who are you, J-Lo? <laughs> right? He's in the bodega. He's partying with the people. It's just, it's a really beautiful video. And I also love at the end that his real life girlfriend, Gabby, gets beamed down from the sky in her gorgeous white wedding dress. So some people even said, wait a second. Could they be secretly married and we not know? Did she steal my dress? I'm <laughs> done with her. So it's only fitting that that's the song he performed when he was awarded Artist of the Year at the 2022 VMAs. Now, this award is the biggest award of the night at the VMAs. And that Moon Man lets everyone know who ruled music that year. Ed Sheeran, Camila Cabello, Ariana Grande, Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber have all taken home the same award. This is music royalty. And now you can add Bad Bunny to that prestigious list. This is a big deal because it makes him the first non-English speaking performer to win the award. Can I get a hell's yes? Yes, Bad Bunny. And he accepted the award on stage at Yankee Stadium in front of a sold-out crowd. Girl, those tickets were craylicious. We couldn't even afford to get tickets for ourselves. I mean, I need to sell my Bitcoin. I mean, we need a raise. <laughs> I mean, the prices were out of control. And you know what, Joseph? Everything that we've shared about Benito in these past three episodes, well, it's all in his acceptance speech from that night. From the beginning, I've always said and I've always believed that I could be big. That I could become one of the biggest stars in the world without changing my culture, my language, or the way I speak. I'm Benito Antonio Martinez from Puerto Rico for the entire world. 
authenticity is what makes Bad Bunny an icon. In his music, through his fashion, or when he's telling off some of the most powerful politicians in the world, Benito speaks his truth. He also works tirelessly to make sure that others can speak their truth. He's an amplifier for causes important to our community, and he always makes sure to extend a ladder to the next generation. Joseph, what's the reason that Bad Bunny is an icon in your eyes? He has become iconic, and what he means to me is he's an amazing storyteller. He's an artist, and he addresses, honestly for me, because it's really like deep to my heart, mental health and mental health issues, and he talks so openly about them, kind of like people talk about the gym. And so it's his vulnerability of just him staying true to himself. That is what has made him iconic for me. For me, it's always been about representation, but representation that isn't watered down to appeal to the masses. The fact that Bad Bunny is from Puerto Rico and that I'm from Puerto Rico and my family's from there. He is such a beacon of light and hope and joy. And he really represents the love that Puerto Ricans have for that island. And him opening up the world to how beautiful and magical this small island in the Caribbean really is, it just makes me feel so loved and embraced in such a real way. I feel like in the past, we've had representatives from the island, but nobody has represented Puerto Rico the way that Bad Bunny has. And it's so beautiful to see. It's so beautiful to be a part of. And it has really inspired me to reconnect with my family in ways that I haven't before and to dig deeper into the history of the island. And not many musicians or fashion icons do that, right? He has made me really deep dive into la cultura and understand it in a very different way than I ever had before. Wow. I mean, honestly, that's 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 deep. It is. And I hope that other people that aren't Puerto Rican also start to see the history and the culture and the art and the beauty of that island. They have and they do, you know. And you know what's the most exciting part about Bad Bunny? Tell me. It's that he's just getting started. I cannot wait to see what he does next. On the next Becoming an Icon. Feel like you didn't get quite enough Bad Bunny? Well, there's more. On our next episode, Joseph and I are joined by journalist Moises Mendes to discuss all of the cheesemen we couldn't fit into this episode. Becoming an Icon is presented by Sonoro and iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Mount Park. Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.